morning, everyone. How's it going? Hope you're doing well this morning. It is a nice, cool, windy morning out there. So yesterday we left off with Christian uh, coming out of the Valley of the Shadow of Death. If you are in the Pilgrim's Progress edition that I have, uh, this classic edition, um, we are on page 72. But we are also nearing, let's make sure here, we are nearing the end of chapter 10. So we have a couple pages and then we'll be on chapter 11. So at the end of chapter 10, about to hit chapter 11, probably won't hit that today, but that's where, where we are at. So if you're following along in the book, that's where, that's where we are at. Oh, I can't speak this morning. So let's go ahead and pick up where we left off. Yesterday, just to, wrote, to set the stage, he's kind of rejoicing at this point. He was uh, been walking through the through the night, through the valley of the shadow of death, very dark, a, a very trying place. And now the day is broke, and he is beginning to sing. He hath turned the shadow of death into the morning. And so we have. Uh, we just have this thankful spirit now, if you can imagine, Christian. I might you've been throughout this entire story. I have this movie, if you will, in my head of how things look and how things are happening along the way. So I I enjoy that a lot. Let me fix something here. Alrighty. I want to just go ahead and pick up and start reading. It says now morning being come, he looked back, not out of the desire to return. But to see by the light of day what hazard he had gone through in the dark. So he saw more perfectly that the ditch that was on the one hand and the quag that was on the other, also how narrow the way was which led betwixt which led betwixt them both. And also now he saw the hoblins and satyrs and dragons of the pit, but all afar off. For after break of day they came not nigh, yet they were discovered to him according to that which is written. He discovereth deep things out of darkness and bringeth out to light the shadow of death. That's found in Job chapter 12 and verse 22. He discovereth deep things out of darkness and bringeth out to light the shadow of death. Wow. But this is the hindsight, I guess, if you will, that God gives to us once we've come out of that and, and we see how how much we, we knew he took care of us but we really maybe we didn't really truly appreciate it or didn't understand fully how much trouble we were in and God gives us that understanding and allows us to see what he brought us out of and I think that that just grows and grows as, as we continue it says now was Christian much now was Christian much affected with his deliverance from all the dangers of a solitary way, which which dangers though he feared them more before, yet he saw them more clearly now because the light of the day made them conspicuous to him. And about this time, the sun, and about this time the sun was rising, and this was another mercy to Christian, for you must note that though the first part of the valley, the shadow of death, was dangerous. Yet the second part, which, which which he was yet to go, was, if possible, 
more dangerous. For from the place where he now stood, even to the end of the valley, the way was all set along so set so full of snares, traps, skins, and nets, and so full of pits, pitfalls, deep holes, and shelvings down there that had it now been dark as it was when he had come the first part of the way, had he had a thousand souls that had been in reason been cast away. This is so he's not at the end of the shadow. He's in, still in the valley. This first part of the valley was in darkness, and now he's still in the valley, but at the light. He has been given light. Interestingly. Okay, okay. So he's still in the valley, and he's about halfway through. And the first part was this narrow way with a ditch on either side. And now that's not necessarily the narrow way, but this way to continue, he has to go through a lot of traps and holes and pits. So I'm trying I'm trying to make sense of these these sentences can get so long that it's hard to read them with the right inflection. But as he said, just now the sun was rising. But as I said, just now the sun was rising. Then said he, his candle shineth on my head, and by his light I walk through darkness. This is found in Job chapter 29 and verse 3. It's not as if God has removed him from the darkness or from the valley at this point, but God has given him light to continue on this journey. So there's a note here that we have from the author. It says, this means the raging of Romish persecutions for truth's sakes and the dreadful deaths which martyrs suffered in the cause of Christ and his glorious gospel and precious salvation. But here, Christian had the blessed light of the glorious Reformation. So this, this difficult time, this valley of the shadow of death that many believers, true believers, never made it out of because they were martyred for the cause of Christ. And I think that's something to, to remember. I mean, as, as hard as it gets, as hard. You know, we, we sing, and then came the morning, and that things are getting better. But for many, many believers, that time was after they closed their eyes for the last time, as they were sitting in flames or at the bottom of a river. So as bad as it gets, it, you know, it can obviously get a lot worse. And we need to remember that many of the people that are spoken of in Scripture that we look look for for lessons did not die it did not die in their sleep or they didn't die uh, peaceful deaths they died in this this hard time but God as as we see in this story for Christian uh, he's able to get through that part and continue on his journey and then he's reminded of that passage in Job chapter 29 and verse 3, which I just love. His candle shineth on my head, and by his light I walk through darkness. And that's the only way we can do this. It says, in this light, therefore, he came to the end of the valley. Now, in my, now I saw in my dream that at the end of the valley lay blood, bones, 
ashes, and mangled bodies of men, even of pilgrims that had gone this way formerly. While I was musing, what should be the reason, I espied a little before me a cave where two giants, pope and pagan, dwelt in old times, by whose power and tyranny the men whose bones, blood, ashes lay there were cruelly put to death. But by this place, Christian went without much danger. Red, I somewhat wondered, but I have learned since that, but I have learned since that pagan has been dead for many a day. Anyway, we have note here from the author: Pagan darkness has been expelled from our land by the light of the glorious gospel. Romish superstition, idolatry, and all the corrupt doctrines of that church, with the Pope's power and supremacy, are abolished by the Blessed Reformation. Oh, may the may the Protestants see their great mercies, be truly thankful to God for them, and study to walk worthy of them. So this is this time that uh, Bunyan is walking in. I think he'd be, uh, he's probably rolling in his grave to see the power of the church having revitalized. I think if he rewrote this dream, that he'd see the Pope would have been just resting here. And paganism as well but he for him as he as he points out here these two giants for hundreds of years had taken the blood and bones of many thousands millions of believers and put them to death but again Christian at this time is not concerned by them and a and I mean, quite honestly, I think we can identify with Christian here as well. The fact that, um, well, the the chance that we are killed or have to live in any type of danger of po of the of the uh, Roman Empire or paganism is not necessarily a reality. And he 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 credits that to God, and I think we should do the same. This is not that there isn't other dangers and other things to worry about, but uh, this is this is the day that we live in. Because there was a day when that wasn't the case. So it says, it says here, but I have learned since that pagan has been dead for many a day. And as for the other, though he be yet alive, he is by reason of age and also of the many shrewd brushes that he met with in his younger days, grown so crazy and stiff in his joints that he can now do little more than sit in his cave's mouth grinning at pilgrims as they go by and biting his nails because he cannot come at them. So I saw that Christian went on his way, yet at the sight of the old man that sat at the mouth of the cave, he cannot tell what to think. This is that old, that old man that he calls the Pope that doesn't really have any power anymore. Yet at the sight of the old man that sat at the mouth of the cave, he could not tell what to think, especially because he spoke to him, though he could not go after him, saying, You will never mend till more of you be burnt. But he held his peace and set a good face on it, and so went by and catch no hurt. We have a note here from the author uh, of this, of what this old man, this pope says. He says, You'll never mend till more of you be burnt. And this note from the author says, Our scene has changed from popish persecution into heathenous infidelity. Ouch. 
Though in this day we are in no danger of being burnt for the faith of Christ, yet we are exposed to cruel mockings from infidels and profane men who despise revelations and set at naught the glorious gospel of the grace of God and the way of salvation by our precious Christ. His pilgrims are esteemed fools and madmen by the great, the wise, and the learned of this world, though these are the greatest fools in the sight of God. Mm. Wow, how true that, so that, that's still true to this day, I would say. The, the general wise men of this, of this earth, the, the, the learned men still look at people, oh, you believe in God? Yeah, that, that's stupid. You're not, you're, you're crazy. And so that, and it, so this is where he, he's kind of, Bunyan is looking at this time that he's living in, and we're still living in that time where the Pope may not be going around with armies of men killing you if you're a Christian, but um, the, the, the believers, what does he call, call it? The, the scene for the believer has not changed. And while we may not be in danger of being burnt, we're ex definitely exposed to be mocked by the world. So he says, uh, we have Christian singing as he does at the end of, I think, every one of these chapters. He sings this song. He says, O world of wonders, I can say no less that I should be preserved in that distress that I have met with here. O blessed he, O blessed be that hand that from it hath delivered me. Dangers and darkness, devils, hell, and sin did compass me while this veil I was in. Yea, snares and pits and traps and nets did lie. My path about that worthless, silly eye might have been caught and tangled and cast down. But since I live, let Jesus wear the crown. That's pretty good. Can't beat that. Love how Bunny not only takes the time to write this, like he didn't just have this uh, revelation, if you will, to write this story, but he also is, writes these beautiful songs, although they are hard to read. But I love how in, in the song that Christian sings, he says, I made it through. Blessed be the hand that delivered me from it. I had hell, sin. My path was full of snares and pits and traps. And I if it was if it was up to me, I'd be I'd be cast entangled and cast down. But since I live, let Jesus wear the crown. Amen. I love that. You know there is a a I, th I think there's an expectation of Christians sometimes uh, that I don't know that you that we may not ever get out of maybe a certain part in our life a, a downtime uh, something that's discouraging us and that it might seem that uh, there's there's no end in sight and well I don't know if that's true or not because there may not for like I said for many people here in 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 this uh, small section that we read here, the people that he was talking about, the martyrs, there, there was no, there wasn't any end in sight on this earth. But when we say there's no end in sight, 
And that's why we live by faith. Uh, faith gives us that sight to see beyond the so-called end, beyond death. And so as bad as it can get, we say, well, th will this ever end? I mean, whether that's health, financial, uh, whatever that thing in your life is that feel makes you feel like you're in a valley. And maybe you are in that, that valley, and it, whether that's the dark part of the valley or the part of the valley that's just like, you know, that last stretch before you're out. And that stretch seems like it never comes to an end. As Job did when things were so rough for him, may you proclaim his candle shineth on me and I walk by his light through this darkness. And just and just be reminded that, you know, as bad as it gets, if you get through this, if you get through this hard time in your life, it's going to be because Christ did it for you. And would to God our attitude be, hey, I made it through because of him. So because I live, let Jesus wear the crown. He gets the honor and glory for me getting through this hard time, through this valley. Well, the weekend's here, folks. The end of the week, end of the second week of the year. I hope things have gone well for you. And uh, I hope that these podcasts have been encouraging. Um, I know for me, I, I started this basically just so that I could force myself to go through the Pilgrim's Progress in a slow, thoughtful way, stopping at all the passages, spending time to discuss uh, some of the things that came out to me. And so it's basically for me, but I hope I, I'm doing, I'm also broadcasting it just so that hopefully somebody out there is encouraged by the, um, by the truths that were recorded so many, so many years ago. You know, a couple of you have reached out and said, hey, thank you for that. And, you know, it's not me. It's God, and he's written down truths that all of us can, can not only use for ourselves, but share with others. So anyways, guys, I hope you all have a great day, a great weekend. May uh, you spend some time today in worship if you haven't already. Stop and, and do like the 24 elders do nonstop. Glory, holy, holy, holy. If that's all you can come up with, know that there's plenty of, there's a couple dozen people in heaven that that's all they'll do forever. Glory to the Lamb. That's all, that's all it is. Just stopping and saying glory to you, God. Well, hey, guys, again, thank you.